Welcome to Cocktails and Blurbs, a show that shakes up the world of tech with spirited conversations. I'm your host, Lindiwe Matladi, and I'm excited to serve you a fresh blend of innovation and inspiration. Today, we are joined by Dr. Horda Alkazemi, a lady whose initiatives are shaking up the world of tech in the UAE and beyond. Thank you so much, Dr. Hoda, for joining me on Cocktail and Blurbs. Um, it's a fun space where we just want to get to know you more um, from a personal perspective as well, um, you know, over and above your work. So my question for you is, um, it's, I will call this the question what, what I call mixing a masterpiece. If you were to concord a mocktail, right, that, that captures the essence of innovation in cybersecurity, what non-alcoholic ingredients would you blend together and what would you name your creation? I'm a water person and I would go <laughs> for aqua. I know that you might not like it, but I'm really a water person and I'm a tea person as well. So maybe an element of water, an element of tea, natural herbs, uh, and just what's be better than water with, to call it life, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you do iced tea? I'm just curious. I do a lot of natural recipe of tea, hot tea, more than iced tea. Because iced tea like, uh, constitutes a lot of uh, sugary material. I'm an extremely healthy person, so I don't do sugar. I do a lot of natural ingredients. Wow. One day when I grow up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like you. <laughs> In world of cryptology and cybersecurity, things need to be both shaken and stirred, right, to maintain security. Can you share an instance where a shaken approach led to an innovative breakthrough in your field? That's a very interesting question, actually. I think uh, the mass of security product is behind that because you tend to uh, break into a system in order to build something meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Look at what we are facing today in the field of decentralized finance or financial instruments that are based on crypto. Crypto has been built primarily to be an instrument of confidentiality, building reliability, building uh, uh, authentication and, and a medium of communication. And for a very long time, over 20 years, it has been clustered into the mass by just being a mean of uh, securing communication. Mm -hmm. But it introduced a different boom when it has been uh, pushed into the platform as a source of uh, maybe uh, mobilizing decentralized financial instruments in the form of a cryptocurrencies, where the world today is trading in secure commodities uh, outside of a natural uh, or outside of uh, standard traditional banking infrastructures. And mm -hmm. to the many who are advocating for SDG development of technology, this is a breakthrough because it allows individuals who doesn't have accessibility to banking infrastructure within their own uh, jurisdictions uh, of governance to have still access to monetized values that they can either trade or create new jobs out of. 
So um, now I'm going to go to refreshing revelations, right? Much like crisp mocktail refreshes our palate, what refreshing perspective or philosophy do you bring to your leadership in tech and industrial development um, that might be surprising to us? I think it's not surprising, but I have a tendency to go into diverse interdisciplinary platforms and projects. I like to make sure that my projects are not only going to be seeing the light of the day in terms of publications or academic excellence, but also in terms of uh, uh, industrial value and what they can bring to the wider audience. And for that, I think um, this is the multitude of the different projects uh, that I'm working uh, on are resembling. So in the past, I work on uh, building different R&Ds, different research and development instruments that could be considered on the longer run as a viable economic um, projects that would push for a diversified economy. And I think ultimately we are all uh, following that kind of value chain because we work in our different components to bring innovation to life and making sure that innovation brings value and profit to different uh, ecosystems. Wow. I mean, I think for us as women and actually women of color, we know the importance of diversity, right? Because most of the time we have to sort of put, you know, people will say, well, you know, why don't you put yourself out there? You know, and sometimes we're not like, but I'm already here. So what else do I have to do? So I think it's, it's great when we see even us making sure that the teams we work with or the work we do also have that diverse perspective. Um, now I'm going to talk about diffusion of flavors. As you know, I am your number. You know, I love, I love cocktails. So anyway, so your work fuses technology, security, and economic development. If this fusion were represented in a mocktail or in a tea, <laughs> I would call it a tea tail for you, which flavors or elements um, it, uh, would represent each area and how do they combine to create something greater? I would say ginger, turmeric, cloves. Interesting combination, right? Yeah. Um, but it's all anti-inflammatory. It's all has this kind of deep um, um, healing power to a system uh, that you don't see on the from the get-go you would have to stick around for the longer haul until you can get to see the value of consuming these elements um, and what would it do to make sure that you have a very active autoimmune disease and this is how i see that this is how i see technology security and economic developments they are the heart and soul of what we are building out there for uh, a resilient society. Uh, because if you don't build technology that would have an economic value, I would deliver an economic value in a very trustworthy manner, in a very secure manner uh, for the mass, then you are not addressing um, the actual resilience uh, definition of your community. A good mocktail or cocktail like technology 
often has layers of complexity in it. And I think even a good tea, a good you know, herbal tea, will have those layered complexity. Can you demystify one complex concept in AI or crypto, cryptology by comparing it to a layer in your favorite um, tea? Possibly all the hype that goes today with generative AI and understanding what is exactly generative AI and what does it stand for. I think delaying the complexity of developing um, new tools, I would say because uh, generative AI for me is considered uh, as an algorithmic tool um, to change the training sets uh, that exist today for a mass of AI. Uh, so we shouldn't take it at face value, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and we should make sure that we dig deeper into what is exactly the ramification of emerging technology. As somebody who um, values sustainability development, or rather sustainable development, if you were to toast to a major sustainability milestone with a mocktail or your tea, which milestone would it be? And what uh, tea or, you know, would you choose? Uh, there is not one tea that I like, but there are different teas based on the mood that you have. But for this, I would, I would choose anything that that is related to closing the gaps that exist in between equity globally yeah. uh, or equitable access to opportunities globally. Making sure that we have equitable access to education across board, equitable access to human rights, equitable access, equitable access to healthcare, uh, to living standards, to technology. Is, is a major milestone today. I mean, we're not just talking about equitable access to jobs or, or, or uh, to economic income, to certain economic income between different genders, but an absolute equitable access and all of its formats and all of its forms and levels. Uh, because I think only then we will be able to advance together, together as one humanity and only then will will be able to unlock the potentials, the economic potentials of different nations globally. Yeah, and I mean also also I think also um, access to something that some of us who lives in relatively you know secure countries like safety, you know being able to go yeah. to bed and feel like you could you know you can wake up the ability to plan for your life, to plan for your children. Um, I have uh, friends in, in, in Palestine, uh, who, women who were part of the Tech Women program that was run by, by the US government that I know personally. And just, you know, like right now when we're talking to them or just checking, how are you? And just to say, well, I'm alive today. And you, you know, you're like, wow. It's, it's heartbreaking, but I think it's really important what you're talking about to say, we have to get to a point where the basic things, like basic, I mean, being able to, to go to bed and, and wake up and, and, and know that if you can take your child to school and, or if you see it, you can go to hospital without the fear of getting bombed. So anyway, um, I won't go there for now, but I just felt it's something that is really close to my heart and that I've been thinking about a lot because 
for me, this is not something that is out there. I have friends that are going through this. What's happening today in 2023 is something that we shouldn't see in this day and age. If we shouldn't see after all of what we have been saying around SDGs, what does it stand for when we are seeing this uh, an equal execution of powers uh, that uh, is extreme, that is absolutely extreme? My next question is on the... Um cultural craft and I mean I think I I've, I've seen you you are very rooted in your in your culture and um, my me myself I'm very rooted in 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 my culture the UAE is known for its rich culture and tradition and um, just as certain drinks are staples of regions right how does your heritage influence and enrich your work in tech and economic d- development I would say it influences my me and 90%. I came from a community and society, as you have said, Lindway, in your past uh, remark, that was not known for science, for technology, for tech development. And I always wanted to make sure that we build a foundation today that is a multiplying foundation of opportunities for the generation that would come behind us. Regardless of where this generation is coming from, what nationalities this generation is having, what ethnicity, what uh, origin, it doesn't matter. We need to make sure in our full capacity that we build opportunities for others because we today stand here on the shoulders of people who came before us and built opportunity for us. One way Mm -hmm. or another, there is someone who paved that pathway for others. And I would wish that the major took away that we would have from everything that's going around us is that we need to build a multiplying opportunities and share these opportunities. Because I, I lived in a scarcity model. I lived in a scarcity model when it comes to education, when it comes to technology, when it comes to advanced uh, R&D development. And I understand the threat and danger of maintaining to live within a scarcity model. I mean, as um, many South Africans always say, is that we are our parents' wildest dreams. You know, we are living a life they dreamed of, they've just, but could never. So we really are our parents' wildest dreams. I love that. The mocktail of mentorship. I know this is something that is that you, you are very passionate about. Mentoring is essential in fostering growth, similar to how the right mix of ingredients is crucial for the perfect mocktail, right? Could you share a mentoring experience that was particularly rewarding for you? I have a particular itch with mentorship. I don't believe in the concept of mentorship because to me, mentorship in this world today is devalued because people would come in and would say, oh, I will mentor you. And for them, mentoring someone else is a passive uh, conversation where you can, you know, maybe give your reflections on X, Y, Z, give a bit of guidance on X, Y, Z. While in reality, the world needs more. And when that person succeed, take credit for them when all you did was just to say, you know, wow, that's good. It's, you, you're you on the right track. That's all you said. And then like, oh, you know what? That's, you look how successful that person is. 
I've been mentoring them. So I think we need to put people on the spot and make them a little bit uncomfortable by telling them you need to do more. Today, Mm -hmm. in order to close all these gaps we talked about early on, we definitely need to do more. We need to actively champion causes. We need to get outside of our comfort zone to make sure that we build pathways for others. Because if we don't do it, who would do it? Especially for people who are privileged enough to get into that kind of leadership position or into that kind of very niche opportunity in the market, get into that kind of niche opportunity in their professional career. All of you are privileged and you need to make sure that you build pathways of empowering people around you by championing their development or growth journey. And it's very important for us to uh, make sure that it's active, active championship. And I've, I've, I, w- I would say I'm very grateful because I have so many people who had that kind of active role uh, in my family, for example, I and my parents, my grandmother, um, they have been all an active champions of where I should be in life, where what should I do, what kind of opportunities should come across towards me. I met CEOs and previous CEOs who were generous enough uh, to open the doors, to uh, um, promote and make sure that you have access to the boardroom, have access to the decision-making cycle because they believed in you and they believed not in you and your current version, but they believed in you and your next uh, 20x growth version, right? Mm, Yeah. They saw what you could be. And they give you the benefit of growth. I don't want to say the benefit of the doubt, but the benefit of growth that could happen if they believed and if they pushed for you. And I think that's the level of basic mentorship I want to see today. Yeah, identifying talent and nurturing it and supporting it. And and that means, I mean, I, I love what you're saying because mentorship is not just about, you know, just also opening some doors. It's also about when you nurture something, it's like when you have a plant, right? You have to water it every day. If we were to infuse a mocktail with the essence of AI, which qualities of AI would you highlight and why? If we want to be pragmatically positive about AI, the qualities mm-hmm. I would choose is making humanity better. So yeah. I would say AI is supposed to be- make us better human, not better machines. So mm-hmm. that ability to, I would say, uh, offload your routinic, because I think somehow the way we are living at the moment, we are assimilating to a task and to a routine and being clustered within that routine. And I think AI is, it has been brought into the picture to push us out of our comfort zone and push us out of this routinic structure of life and introduce a different level of efficiency. I'm not just talking about economic efficiency, but a human efficiency. It's pushing you to think of your growth in a different level. So um, we've, we touched on this a bit, um, diversity in the drink. This is my last question for you. Um, inclusion is key to a well-rounded team, right? And I think you've touched on that in terms of how you, um, you design your team. Um, as it is to a well-rounded rounded drink menu, 
How do you ensure diversity is represented and respected in your work with global technology initiatives? Um, and I will just you know, illustrate a little bit on this, uh, elaborate a little bit on this, is because most of the time, you know, there's, uh, you know, the one to be seen, to be inclusive, um, and sometimes you can see that, okay, this person has was not been chosen because they are smart, was chosen because they were the, the, the black person in the room, the woman in the room, or, you, you know, so how do you make sure that, you know, in your work, you actually showcase the way diversity has to be done? not just as a tick box. I love this. I mean, it's one of the hardest aspects to generate, to make sure that you don't fall into the trap of diversity washing and inclusivity washing. I know many of these initiatives will be brought into the table. You will have an amazing DI team, amazing DI policy. But when you look across the table, you still see minorized or uh, minorities who are unchampioned and unempowered across the table. I don't think in today's world, Lindwi, it's strong to have minorities around the table. What I mm. think it's strong is to have unheard voices of these minorities or yeah. suppressed representations of these minorities. Because I can bring all these minorities around the table, but I choose to suppress them and deactivate them and have them, as, as you just said, a great trophies on the table because they make the cut, but they don't actually deliver uh, the, uh, you know, the anticipated growth that would come behind of uh, pushing for these diversity structures. Mm. So and I also, you know, before you can continue on that, is that, you know, sometimes you can find that, for example, with you being a Muslim, and they'll, do, and they'll be like, um, give us a Muslim perspective, as if you've, like, become a spokesperson for all Muslim people, as if we are all this uniform, you know, we don't have different views, and we're all the same, or give a black perspective, or speak for Africa. I can't speak for Africa. We've got, like, 54 countries. We've got, like, thousands of languages, thousands of cultures. I can't even speak for my own, you know, <laughs> culture, because even within my culture, we are diverse, right? So it's, it's that to say, you know, what you're talking about, the diversity washing, and then you can know when you're there that you're supposed to speak for your people. Like I agree with you 100%. Who says that black is just one black uh, representation of the whole, uh, you know, of the whole curve? I mean, you mm. might have different representations of Africa, different representations of women in color different representations of women in technology, even within someone who would look exactly the same as me, I might have different representation of people who are, uh, who, are ex who look exactly the same uh, as Huda today. Um, and to me, it's very important, I think, Lindwi, when you are empowering someone who, to come into a, a position of DNI within a diversity group, to give them the resources to succeed. You can't just bring them and put this whole pressure on them that show us that you are up to the level. Show us and prove to us that you can deliver. No, the person who is leading this diversity initiative has the, the tremendous responsibility on their shoulders to make sure that the pathway, toolbox, and resources 
are accessible, available for this group to succeed. Thank you so much, Dr. Hoda, and I am very grateful for you to take this time while in Spain uh, to talk to me. Um, I'm really, you know, I'm very inspired by everything that you do, everything that you you represent, and and just your love for women, your love for um, you know for the work, you know, to make sure that it's actually meaningful. Um, so thank you so much, and uh, I hope that um, this podcast, this episode is going to inspire millions of women because I think for me when I thought of asking you I was like you know what I think many people you are so brilliant and I think you should be very you should be well known and we need to start now to get to the point where for our girls they need to see you know you and see what you have achieved what you had built um, for them to know that everything is possible you know they just have to believe in their talent in their gifts and um, you know what we look like is just a bonus it really doesn't matter thank you so much uh, Lendwi, for your kindness number one and number two thank you for disrupting the conversation and the narrative that's being built globally you are a role model for many people out there and i'm just so motivated you to to have my own podcast just hearing you right now having such a successful uh, I would say uh, uh, initiation and such a successful uh, uh, production of this podcast because to me it's more than just a podcast. It's a way of how we should build new narratives from our regions, build yeah. new storylines that are, is representing of, pro, of our regions and build new success stories. I see you on constant global level championing research, development, knowledge development, skill development, but to see you doing it from all levels and approaches, from the bottom up and from the top down a kind of approach is very remarkable. I would say I wish we have an army of you and very soon I wish we will have uh, a huge nation like you, Lendwi, who are there to disrupt the current narrative and build for success and growth across uh, different platforms. Thank you, Lindley. Thank you.